Hi, this is Jessica. I'm going to talk today about the horoscope patterns of 2022, the most important pattern of all being the lunar nodes in Scorpio and Taurus. If you have anything in Scorpio in your birth chart, then everything that you own, earn or owe in 2022 will be subject to extreme change and challenge. So I say that lightly, but actually it will ultimately be liberating for you and for everybody else. But the old system is going, going, gone. We're hearing a lot of talk about um, build back better. You know, we see a lot of business people still trying to cling on to the old system. But this astrology is radical. We haven't seen anything like it since the war. In this podcast, I'm going to look at the Scorpio and or Taurus factors in your birth chart, if you have them. And even if you don't, look at the wider financial trends that are coming over the next couple of years. What to do, what not to do. The great comfort of astrology is that we have been here before. I'm going to mention quite a few dates in this podcast, and I'm also going to use the tarot, reading the cards as I go, because they illuminate and highlight the information. The deck that I'm using was created by Pamela Coleman-Smith and Arthur Waite, who were both members of the Golden Dawn in 1909, the easily the most prestigious secret society in British occult history, but they were also astrologers, so that's the deck to use. Now, first things first, the big changes with money, with the banking system, with cryptocurrency, with wages, which is terribly important, with the price and value of houses and apartments, begins on the 18th of January 2022, give or take 24 hours, depending on your time zone. It's really happening because this thing that we call the nodal cycle is going backwards at that point. So we're going to see the true north node move backwards into Taurus and the true south node move backwards into Scorpio. This loop cycle takes us back in time, about 19 years each time. And because of that, as astrologers, we can look to the history books and tell you what's going to happen next. Because in astrology, history repeats. And we noticed this cycle involving the nodes in the money signs, Taurus and Scorpio, will be here until the 17th of July, 2023. So we're really in this for the long haul. Now, Taurus the bull is what it says on the packet. It's a fixed sign. It locks horns. It won't move. It won't budge. But it's all about what's expensive, pricey, costly, profitable. This is old, old thinking about astrology going back about 2,000 years. But today we associate a bullion, gold bullion, and a bull market with Taurus the bull. We also associate any very fixed, traditional, conservative, wealthy people or institutions with Taurus like Her Majesty the Queen, who is a Taurus. Depending on your chart and what you have in Taurus, you'll either go with the classic Taurus the Bull archetype, hanging on stubbornly to who and what you value most, or you may be an extreme version of the Taurus type person who has factors in that sign, and you're basically a born socialist or communist or dropout. That can happen too. People feel strongly about the Taurus in their chart. They're either all-out capitalists, shopaholics, or they're extreme environmentalists. But all of you with Taurus factors in your horoscope are going to be profoundly affected by this node cycle. And because you make the economy go round or not, 
you are the drivers of the economy, what you do multiplied by billions has an effect on all of us. Now, it's talking about dates, and I'm going to give you a few random dates during this podcast, but you might want to make a note of them, especially if your chart is triggered. On July the 11th, 2023, we find the moon at zero Taurus and the north node at zero Taurus and the south node at zero Scorpio. Now, that is, as I record this, way back on the 2nd of January 2022, a long way into the future. But it's worth remembering that in astrology, the future calls to the present and the present calls to the past. What we're really feeling in January 2022, particularly around the 19th, when the nodes have changed signs, is the call of July 11, 2023. And why is that lineup so significant? Because it is a mirror image of the state of the world economy when the Second World War broke out on the 3rd of September 1939. So that doesn't mean war, okay? Taurus and Scorpio are not war significators, but it does mean karma. The North Node and the South Node go backwards in time about every 20 years or so, and on this cycle, more particularly 18 or 19 years, we find that we owe or we are owed or others owe or are owed. And so patterns repeat. Now, the 3rd of September 1939 is about massive karma in Europe, isn't it? Because it immediately pulls in the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. It pulls in France and Poland, but most of all, it pulls in Germany. And today that's the EU. So watch the EU on July 11, 2023. I'm going to ask the tarot cards now for an insight into that situation on July 11, 2023. Even if you're in America or Canada, Australia or New Zealand, this EU karma linked to the war, same pattern repeating. What's it going to mean for all of us and how is it going to manifest? Okay, so the tarot card that I have here is the Four of Cups, which shows a rather disenchanted person sitting under a tree with three gold goblets and a fourth one being offered, but he's not interested. He's more interested in the environment, actually. He's more tied to the tree, tied to the land. Now, that is a really interesting symbolic message about the price of gold. If you are an astrologer, have a look at gold, have a look at the charts for gold, on July 11, 2023. But also there's a broader message here about the environment being the thing. But the person who's not interested in gold bullion, remember I said bullion was linked to Taurus, this person hasn't yet woken up to the great truth that the value is in the soil beneath his feet. The value is in the plants, the trees and the land itself. And of course, in the middle of a climate emergency, that makes perfect sense. Trees bring the temperature down. Going around this horoscope, I'm also looking at the Scorpio side of things. Now, for those of you who don't know your chart, I'll just give you some dates, which probably include you or somebody that you know, because if you do have these Scorpio placements, the big challenge for you in 2022 is sorting out your budget versus your partner's budget, if you're married or you live with somebody, or your budget and the family's values, the family's life budget, 
if you name them in your legacy or family names you in theirs. This is because Scorpio is the sign to associate with sex, death and money. So if you were born from November the 5th, 1983 until May the 18th, 1984, you have Pluto in Scorpio. And if you were born from August the 28th, 1984 until January the 17th, 1995, you have Pluto in Scorpio. If you were born from April the 21st, 1995 until November the 10th, 1995, you have Pluto in Scorpio. It is in your nature to want to control the money, to control the property, and to do so in connection with partners or family, because that's what Scorpio rules. But when you have this nodal cycle, you have to learn to let go and accept the change which is coming. Do you have Neptune in Scorpio, or does anybody that you know have Neptune in Scorpio? If so, you were born between December 24, 1955, March the 12th, 1956 or October the 19th, 1956, and June the 15th, 1957. Again, between August the 6th, 1957, and January the 4th, 1970. And finally, between May the 3rd, 1970, and November the 6th, 1970. These people, or you, have Neptune in Scorpio. When it comes to matters of a joint financial nature, as the astrologer Patrick Walker used to call it, you inhabit bubbles of non-reality. Or to put it politely, you borrow money and you think it's your own. You are the fantastic plastic generation who were the first to use credit cards as a way of life, often because you had to. So you are intricately tied to the banks and vice versa. And this gives us a huge clue about what's coming in 2022. We are going to see everybody born with Neptune in Scorpio, everybody born in the 1960s, experience a transiting opposition from the nodes. And that is a challenge to change. Again, just like the Pluto in Scorpio generation. So putting two and two together, we can see that billions of people on the planet already, an unusually high number of people, are going to go through what can only be described as an ongoing economic shock. But it is in the nature of these oppositions from the nodes and the increasing opposition of Uranus in Taurus, the planet of shock, to challenge us to change in order to break free of who and what has imprisoned us financially. Now that is going to be personal for a lot of you with Scorpio placements. It may be a marriage, it may be a partnership, it may be the family. In other cases, it will be more broad, it will be more mainstream. So we may begin to look at the issue of taxation, which for many people is a trap. And we might be looking at the banks with their credit cards and their mortgages and their personal loans. Again, another trap. One thing I can tell you, Uranus is always about what is sudden, unexpected, unforeseen even for an astrologer or a psychic and it's very much about being pulled up suddenly to change that's why it's a very good idea for you to get into a flexible position if you possibly can financially 
over the next couple of years. I'm also going to look at people born with Uranus in Scorpio. This information is coming from Tables of Planetary Phenomena by Neil F. Mitchelson with revisions by Reet Pottinger. Okay, so if you were born with Uranus in Scorpio, then you basically arrived on the planet at a time when everybody around you was waiting for something to change, okay? So you incarnated to be the great experimental generation when it came to PayPal and Stripe, when it came to ideas like Possible and crowdfunding. You are the very source, I think, of the biggest shocks of all because you are here to take part in a kind of organic explosion of the new Uranus does rule the shock of the new. And if you haven't already had your Uranus-Uranus opposition, you certainly will between 2022 and 2026. And for a lot of you, it will actually be 2022. So what we're really looking at here is the 1970s and the babies who were born between November 21st, 1974 and May the 1st, 1975. And again, from September the 8th, 1975, until February the 17th, 1981. And from March the 20th, 1981, until November the 16th, 1981. If you have the outer planets, as they call them, in Scorpio, then you are absolutely in the zone in 2022 and 2023. Now, I mentioned that Scorpio rules sex, death and money. So we are tipped into this nodal cycle in Scorpio and Taurus just about the time that Jelaine Maxwell is right up against it, okay? She's facing an extraordinarily long sentence, which, of course, will be reduced, we would assume, if she helps the authorities with their inquiries and thereby hangs a tail because she is, of course the woman behind Jeffrey Epstein, who was arrested for sex trafficking and died in custody. Now, Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein are Scorpio archetypes, really, for the age. Ghislaine was found guilty of helping Epstein to sexually abuse teenage girls as young as 14 years old from 1994 to 2004. But the kicker is that he was a money man. Okay, he was a financier. So this is at the very heart of some of what is to come. And you may wonder how on earth it's going to influence you where you live. But the ripples from this, um, the ripples from this explosion, and it will be shock after shock for the next couple of years, will be felt on just about every shore. Because he was the man that got the rich and powerful, the money that they needed. This is happening at the same time as the end of the Pluto in Capricorn cycle, which is the end or the finish, sometimes the demise, the departure, the disappearance of people who are at the top 1% of power, the top of politics, the top of business, the top of royalty. It's terribly important to know that cycles in astrology work concurrently. Now let's go all the way back to the 1930s. We need to look at the war cycles of the nodes in Scorpio and Taurus because so much is owed by so many different countries to each other. 
and it's on a spiritual level, which the, the nodes always are, but it's going to be sorted out financially and economically. So what we're seeing here was a kind of mirror reflection of the nodes at the way they are in 2022 and 2023. Back then during the war, the 1930s, we had the North Node in Scorpio and the South Node in Taurus and Uranus in Taurus. Right now in the early 20s, we have the North Node in Taurus, the South Node in Scorpio and Uranus in Taurus. So it's, it's really like a flip around reversed image in a mirror of karma, money karma. And those particular dates were the 3rd of March 1938 to the 11th of September 1939. So just as the war began, we're seeing this tremendous economic but spiritual karma between the United Kingdom and Poland, between Germany, France, the United Kingdom and her allies, between other allies around the world like Australia and New Zealand. The thing that everybody remembers about the beginning of the war, if they're old enough, is that it coincided with rationing. It is absolutely true that the comfort of astrology is knowing that everything has happened before and we know what to do and what not to do. Rationing will return in 2022 and 2023. There will be supply shortages because of breaks in the supply chain owing to the continued viral mutations of COVID-19 and unfortunately the lag behind particular parts of the world in managing it correctly. So in a nutshell, get a pantry. If you haven't already stashed away a sensible reserve of household supplies, do it. If there's anything that would drive you nuts if you didn't have it, then try and get it, okay? Open up to the neighbourhood as well because that is frequently going to be your best resource the neighbourhood is a whole other story and a whole other podcast, but local is the new normal <laughs> from this point on, way past 2026. Here's another date for you. On July the 31st, 2022, the revolution is well and truly with us because we find Uranus, the planet of shock, radical change, revolution and independence at 18 Taurus in a conjunction with the North Node at 18 Taurus and in opposition to the South Node at 18 Scorpio. The kicker is that Mars, the planet of action, heat, is closely by at 18 Taurus on August the 1st and 2nd, 2022. Venus is at 18 Cancer, the sign that rules the property market and real estate. Now, if any of you have anything at 18 degrees of Taurus, Scorpio, Cancer, July the 31st, 2022, August the 1st and 2nd are going to be action-packed for you and decisions will come about your situation with the property or the bank. This ripple effect, if you like, from this unusual pattern will go across billions of charts and billions of charts means billions of people and people make things happen. I'm going to ask the tarot now for a card to indicate what that might be on July the 31st, 2022, August the 1st and 2nd. I'm looking about seven or eight months into the future here, as this is being recorded at the very start of January. So shuffling away here. And the card is the Knight of Cups. Now, this is so interesting because the gold cups that we saw in the first card 
are back. This is Mercury, okay? I can see the knight on his horse with wings on his helmet and wings on his shoes. So there's a bit of a hint here from the tarot that although I'm talking about Uranus, the nose, and Mars and Venus, we should actually be looking at Mercury as well. So bear with me. I'm just going to reach for my ephemeris in my extremely high-tech environment here in Tasmania. I like working the old-fashioned way because it's how I've always done it since I was a teenager. I'm very used to paper and pens. And I'm looking at July the 31st, 2022, and looking for Mercury. And we find him having just whipped through the sign of cancer, which, of course, rules property. So that's a bit of a clue. And that happens between July 6th and July 19. But what is it? Is it good or bad? Is it good for you or bad for you? Does the value of your house or apartment go up or down? And if you need to rent, is there more available and affordable? Or if you're trying to buy, will you see a price plunge that enables you to do that? What we have here is a picture of somebody who's on the move. This is a property moving month, July and August. I'd like to say that it does work out. If you're prepared to do deals, okay, and if you're prepared to be on the move perhaps or accept people coming in, this looks like somebody who wants to move in. It looks like somebody who wants to strike a deal. They're going interstate or across town. It's perhaps we've had the, the great resignation in America. We could call this the great domestic migration. But it certainly seems to be busy financially. It's going to be a time of tremendous financial exchange on the property market with that Mercury transit. And lots of you will be very happy with what transpires if you can cut the deal that you want. Okay. So October the 23rd, 2022 is another date to watch. Saturn turns direct at 18 Aquarius on the 23rd of October 2022, just before the Sun and Venus enter Scorpio. This suggests quite an intense time for the world economy and you as well, no matter what degree your patterns are. In fact, we have a new moon solar eclipse at two degrees of Scorpio on October the 25th, opposite the Sun at two degrees of Taurus, just before Mercury, the planet of deal making also goes into Scorpio on October the 30th. So this lead up to Halloween is complicated. This may be another period to avoid unless you know what you're doing with your astrological chart. Around October 23, October 25, we see deliberate choices for you perhaps, but eclipses are best skipped. Eclipses leave you in the dark. Historically, we find that eclipses are usually a cover-up or a blind spot. If you have 365 days of this year to select choices, you might want to skip that October 23rd period when Saturn does change direction. I'm going to ask the cards now about this time to see if they can give us any clues. Given that Saturn changes direction just before the Sun and Venus go into Scorpio, the sign of sex, death and money, given that we have that new moon solar eclipse, which is very difficult, and just before Mercury, the dealmaker, also goes into Scorpio, what can we expect in the lead up to Halloween? What happens should resonate with you and the people that you know, but also show up in the world economy. 
Okay. One card leads leaps up. And again, we have our third cup. This is the Ace of Cups. Again, a gold cup turns up in the heavens. What I think we're going to see here is benefits through the group. And it depends what kind of group that you're in. The Ace of Cups clearly shows the community. The community of people who are far away, spaced out and separate and yet all connected. This is a strongly Aquarian symbol and Saturn does change direction on the 23rd of October. In Aquarius, the sign of the circle. At the same time, we have a sense of abundance here. The Ace of Cups is overflowing with possibilities and potential. I think this is a clear sign here that we're going to see a boom in community banking, but also group shared currency. And of course, that brings us to the loaded question of Bitcoin. That is a personal matter for you. And you really need your own tarot reading to help you. There's one on my website and you can also, of course, get your own deck. Financial questions are best answered by you because you're the only person who knows your situation and your value system. But the Ace of Cups, just near Halloween, suggests that some people do extremely well from this. This is a picture of a gold cup writ large overflowing. You might say your cup runneth over, but it goes back into the group. And that's the key. That's the thing here. Here's another date for you. November the 8th, 2022. The eclipses near Halloween are really interesting because they're game changers. The financial time frame, which sees a first eclipse on October the 25th, is pretty tight. We find the full moon lunar eclipse, which is a total eclipse on November the 8th, with the moon at 16 Taurus and the sun at 16 Scorpio. Remember these two eclipses and the golden rule that when you cannot see and do not know, it's easier to act or judge another time. History and astrology tell us that eclipses often chime with important world events when the whole planet is hoodwinked. So, interesting question, the cards here. November the 8th, 2022, this eclipse is dramatic. It involves the signs of money, currency, property, business, legal estates, inheritance and wills, valuables, charities and values. What can we expect to see? And this again would work on the personal as well as the global. Okay, the Queen of Wands. So this isn't what I expected to see at all. It shows a woman with a project or a plan or a mission, a woman flanked by lions, and a woman who is here to instruct or educate the next generation. So I get the feeling there's something else going on here beyond the moon at Taurus and the sun at Scorpio. It is actually a picture of a mother and the moon rules mothers. So what's happening here seems to be a turning point in the way that we think about money and the way that we think about the family finances. Mothers often being the co-breadwinner these days. It looks to me as if women in public life, celebrities, but also women in politics are going to make a huge impact near October 25 with a clear statement about their values that education has to come first that it is the children who matter the most. So the sun at 16 Scorpio is a shining symbol of sex, death and money, but it's commonly expressed through the marriage and the mortgage and expressed through marriages where 
money is left to the children. So this seems to be about women and mothers in particular. If your chart's hit by that particular pattern, it will be personal for you. Now, when we go back to the 3rd of September 1939, when war was declared, Saturn was at zero Taurus, the Moon was at zero Taurus, and the South Node was at zero Taurus. That was rare. It was time to unfix the fixed in the world economy. Rations, supply shortages, and male breadwinners off to war. The beginning of war debt as well as countries borrowed and lent. Thanks to the South Node, karma comes back to us in 2022-2023. So this may actually be about your family, your ancestors, your great-grandparents, your grandparents, your great-great-grandparents and so on, depending on where they were, who they were and what they were doing on the 3rd of September 1939. I'm now going to ask the Tarot if it can guide us to the necessary karma to be resolved in the years 2022 in 2023, going right back to the declaration of war. Okay. This is so interesting because it's the four of coins. Here we have a person who is tightly hanging on to money, surrounded by money actually. It's above him, it's below him, and behind him is the property market. So when I was talking about your ancestors or your relatives in the family tree, that's really where it's at. People are owed from that time, or people owe. And this suggests that it has to be repaid on some level. It has to be repaid throughout Europe, which is where the war began, or internationally. The Four of Coins is a picture of a hoarder, an investor, a very wealthy person who has the property market behind them. But there is something about this card that suggests it's time for the money to go round karmically. If you're a believer in past lives, then perhaps you go back to the 3rd of September 1939, if you're young enough, and you were involved then in an incarnation which asks you to somehow settle up now or gratefully receive. One thing's for sure, there are going to be tremendous exchanges economically and karmically between the countries within the European Union. Jumping around a bit, but let's go and look at the 24th of May 2022 until the 13th of June. The reason that I'd like to look at this is that Mercury is going across Taurus at 26, 27, 28 and 29 degrees backwards and forwards. This is the notorious Mercury retrograde cycle. If you have anything at all at 26 to 29 of Taurus and Scorpio, then this three-week period, more or less, will coincide with internet issues affecting money, property, business, charity, shopping. It may be supply shortages, which I've already mentioned, extreme weather, computer issues, transportation, information and communication, delays and reversals, so currency exchange perhaps or cryptocurrency. Whenever we see Mercury, the negotiator and the deal maker, standing still and going backwards, so do the deals. So as a general rule of thumb, even if you don't have anything at those degrees of Taurus or Scorpio, you should definitely ask for things in writing, read the fine print 
and have plan B and C because Mercury retrograde is notoriously chaotic. History proves to us that every time this cycle comes around, we find, for example, airports and airlines coming to a standstill. We find the normal business of trade and movement amongst people staggering. I'm quite curious about this, so let's have a look. Between the 24th of May 2022 until the 13th of June, the Mercury retrograde period from shadow to shadow in Taurus will show us some kind of result. But what is it? Again, we have the gold coins. This is going to be a tremendous transfer of assets from rich to poor. I have here the six of coins. Now, this may be President Biden making a payout. It may be a huge change in the taxation system worldwide. Whatever we're seeing, it will be Robin Hood time. Robin Hood, the fat cat, the well-off man, the wealthy individual, the woman who's a billionaire or multi-billionaire, making sure that those who have nothing are compensated and helped. So this is an interesting money go round with Mercury in Taurus between the 24th of May until the 13th of June. It looks as though there will be questions though about the speed of the payout or the transfer because the coins are hanging in the air and Mercury rules suspended situations. So if this is in fact Prime Minister Boris Johnson doing a handout or if we are seeing the new Prime Minister in Australia rethinking tax, it's going to be static for a while. Okay, I know that you're listening in from all over the world and there are countries that I haven't mentioned, but usually the United States is the driver, isn't it? Now here's an eclipse on May the 16th that's also worth noting in your diary. We have a cover-up and a blind spot on May the 16th, 2022. This full moon, lunar eclipse, finds the sun at 25 Taurus and the moon at 25 Scorpio. It may be months or even years before you realise what was being concealed. Globally, this will likely be about cryptocurrency, perhaps the share markets, taxation in particular. Once again, I'll turn to the cards to see if they can give us any clues. But what we've seen so far is that 2022 is one of those years when if you know what's what, you can profit by it. We're not seeing images of particular trouble here. We're seeing... People who are in the know are making the right moves at the right time, doing rather nicely out of it. Okay, so this May 16th eclipse gives me the Page of Swords. Taurus and Scorpio oppositions ahoy. The Page of Swords shows a younger man with a sword in his hand who's out for action. He's in a time of turmoil and the group is scattering above him. I do think that this very much relates to the group payoff that I was talking about earlier. If you remember that card before where we were seeing everything flowing over, your cup runneth over with the Ace of Cups, but back into the group, this seems to be related to that because we, here we have the community or the circle or the group scattering. I would have thought that this was a symbol for Robin Hood actually, as in the Robin Hood. Um, he looks very much like Robin Hood. He has the long red boots, he has the tunic, he's younger. I would keep an eye on that um, because I think Robin Hood is perhaps more important than it appears. 
May the 16th, the Scorpio-Taurus total eclipse. The eclipse is showing up in the card because he can't see what's behind him. Eclipses typically uh, conceal the, the truth from us. They don't show us what we need to see. And here we have Robin Hood swept away with the mission, the spur of the moment, the heat of the action, but he cannot see the clouds gathering behind him. That is the page of swords in this card. Make of it what you will. I am jumping around a bit, but let's go to April the 11th, 2022. Saturn at 22 Aquarius is square the North Node at 22 Taurus and square the South Node at 22 Scorpio. Now, a square is what you can't square. It's very difficult. And this is actually what they call a T-square in astrology. So you have Saturn, the North Node and South Node at sharp angles to each other, not working together. Uh, blocking each other Aquarius is the group as we've seen and you know what Taurus and Scorpio are so asking the cards again April 11th 2022 how is this going to pan out what are we going to see here by the way lots of you will have other theories about that group apart from Robin Hood please do leave them in the comments I know I have quite a few psychic readers okay April the 11th 2022 is it? Ah, the king of coins. So more money, more gold. This is an extremely rich man who has almost ossified. The king of pentacles or the king of coins has become trapped and stuck by his own wealth. He has let everything become messy and tangled and a little bit rotten, shall we say. I think this is a picture of one of those billionaires, perhaps, that we all love so much. Or maybe it's just the man at the top of politics. But here we have somebody who's in desperate need of change, because if nothing changes, it's all going to go to hell anyway. What we have here is somebody that lets things rot around them rather than let go of the money. It's... um very particular picture I would have thought this man is a symbol of Pluto in Capricorn you can see Capricorn the goat in the card I was talking earlier about how cycles are concurrent this is Pluto in Capricorn absolute power corrupts absolutely the top one percent and this cycle is concurrent with these Scorpio Taurus cycles and these Aquarius cycles so it feels to me as if this is a choice for this particular person who is in charge of the money. And the choice that this person makes affects everything. It affects the real estate market where he is and his investments in property. But it has an ongoing knock effect on the rest of us too. Of course, he could do nothing. Sometimes that happens. But on April 11th, 2022, whoever this person is, he will be a kind of symbol of what's going on in the world economy. Okay, we have a new moon eclipse in Taurus on April the 30th, 2022 at 10 degrees of that sign. If you have anything at 10 degrees, Taurus, Scorpio, you might want to think carefully about the 29th, 30th and 1st of May 2022 because there'll be some sort of cover-up involving money, currency and business on April 30. It may be months or even years before you look back and realise that something was going on. For all of us, though, this eclipse is about 
what we don't see and can't know, what we're not told. This happens a lot in politics, doesn't it? Um, you know, we're kept in the in the dark and fed manure like the good little mushrooms that we are. The eclipses tend to coincide with periods in history when dark forces or sometimes the powers that be cover things up so Joe Public doesn't get to know about it. Jane Public isn't told about it. I'm a bit cynical about eclipses having seen them work through history. But here we have one in Taurus on April 30. So it's a fair question. For the tarot, what can we expect to see? Ah, the hermit. Now, the hermit is not something that you would associate with Taurus point blank unless you think about people being at home, okay, by themselves, told to stay at home because of a COVID-19 outbreak. This appears to be another period like that for key parts of the economy. Without having every chart for every country in the world, I can't say where, but for the hermit to show up like this, the picture of the person alone who's shut off from the rest of the world, um, it's really clear that we're now coming to the realities of what happens when you allow COVID-19 to be uncontrolled. Um, the last resort is to send people home alone. And here we have a very picture of that on the April 30, 2022 eclipse. But there's something else going on here. And I don't think that the people at home can see it or know about it because the hermit has his eyes closed. And that's very much in keeping with the eclipse. All right. Okay, that's all the key dates that I really wanted to mention in this podcast. Um, in general, people say to me, how can I make money, you know, on this Uranus node cycle in Taurus, Scorpio? That's really a completely different question for another podcast. But the, the key to it is thinking locally, not globally, over the long term. And I spoke about this at an event with the Conscious Cafe we have so many Gemini cycles. They're kind of snowballing from 2022. The Gemini weather, if you like, is let loose. There's nothing to stop it anymore. Around the 19th of January, uh, we see the Gemini Sagittarius nodes stop. So the opposition to Gemini is gone. And for many years into the future, we have this rolling Gemini weather. It being the sign of local, the neighbourhood, the suburb, the country, the town, the village, the region, the county, the state. It is the beginning of the end of globalisation, which I've predicted a lot over the years, um, but it's accelerating in 2022. So things like shared electric bicycles and shared electric cars that are in the community, that kind of thinking is going to be much more profitable for you than the old way of doing business and the old way of operating, which is always out of the window when you have Uranus and Taurus anyway. So that's the astrology. Your personal decisions have to be made by you. And I do recommend that you use the tarot on my website to help you, along with your chart. Um, I hope this has been useful for you. And if you're interested in the charts or the data, just go to my website. It's jessicaadams.com. And I'll see you again sometime soon with another podcast on Substack. <laughs>